Wow, jam! Hello everyone and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Monday Night Magic here on twitch.tv slash themanapool. I am Chewy, as it says below me. Over there, sure. you can't see where I'm pointing, over over there, as it says below him is Squee. It's and me. Then way over there, as it says below him, is Clues. Hey! Yeah, it says that down there. Now, if you're listening to the audio version of this, just trust us. We would never lie to you with pointing. Mm. No, no, I don't think mm. I would. Okay. No, that's not how we do it. Maybe not with pointing. Think about that till later. But for now, we got a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, we so do. We weren't here last week. So <clears throat> I hope you're ready for us to talk a little bit about a lot of things. A lot of bit about a few things and roll our eyes at nine tournaments. Is, is it nine, seven, eight? No, yeah, it's nine. That's so, a Brady bunch of tournaments, dude. Yeah, we're apologies if you're super interested in the tournament results. We're just gonna run right through them later in the show. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So first, hang on. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm, I'm okay slightly, there? slightly, slightly darring. Hey, uh, before we start the show, Chewie, could you review for us rule number one? Uh, rule one, no dying. All right, carry on. Would you like me to continue? Uh, yeah, 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 please. Uh, carry on, two, not dying. Don't be a dick. Yep, there we sure. go. Uh, rule three, there is no... Rule three. <laughs> not in this context. Rule four, please refer to rules one and two. Now, let's get to it. Uh, If we... I guess we'll start with today's news, because this is the big thing. Uh, The very first Pioneer ban and restricted... No, there is no restricted ban list update happened. (laughs) They said earlier today, they're like, okay, this won't be first thing in the morning. We're going to do it uh, at lunch. And then it uh, did up. they say at lunch or after lunch? Because, I mean, there was a lot of brouhaha about their whole lunch thing. I, I think that Forsyth Tweet said at lunch Pacific time. But it might have said after. All right. But uh, it went we'll up at 6 time. o'clock Eastern time. So 3 Within o'clock. The last so they had hours. a solid four-hour lunch over there at Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> well, they were at Cadova. I mean... I haven't had Cordoba in a minute because I have a Chipotle, so why would I ever go to Cordoba? I don't think we even have those around here anymore. Uh, There's one in Greensboro. No, Winston somewhere, I think, still. That's closer to you. Accurate. Anyway, hey, look, three cards got banned. Good time. Yeah, Yeah. so the first ban list was the five fetch lands that were legal, which those were the allied color fetch lands, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and probably a good idea there. A very good idea, as we discussed uh, last episode, yeah. So this time they've added three cards: Felidar Guardian, Leyline of Abundance, and Oath of Nissa. So let's let's go through why real quick. The Take that, uh, Slaz, yeah. yeah. So the Felidar Guardian, of course, is the problem card in the uh, 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 Crazy Cat Lady combo. Because when you got a problem with Crazy Cat Lady, you spay or neuter the cats. Exactly. Uh, now, it says... The Crazy Cat Lady is the Sahili Rai, Felidar Guardian, Infinite Cats yeah. thing. But uh, it says, of the two options, Felidar Guardian is the most likely to break again with existing or future cards. Which, 
Yeah. Let's be real. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. <clears throat> it it just is. People of lot of course, of course, a lot of people were complaining. Well, you should have banned Sahili Rai because other decks used Felidar Guardian in an unbroken manner. Which sure. That's but not how banning to, works. You have to ban the one that is the problem. There are non-broken uses for bannable cards, but you can't make rules for how you use cards. So yeah, here we are. Like I mean, it, it's fair. the The card does stuff that when you look at it, you're like, I've got ten cool ideas, and two of them should be banned. So here we are. Yeah. All right. So leyline of abundance is the next one. Which caught me by surprise. I did see people uh, ruminating about this on Twitter yesterday and then today before this announcement. And I was like, I don't even remember what Leyline of Abundance does. And I looked it up and went, oh. So this is the one. Of course, it's a Leyline. And when you tap a creature for mana, you get an extra green. And that's the important bit. Yeah. It, It also... You can pay eight to put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control, but that wasn't the problem. No. No. Uh, so it enables explosive ramp starts and provides two devotion for no mana because the mono green devotion deck was apparently the major problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So uh, Leyland of Abundance gets you two devotion to green for free, which makes your Nykthos <gasps> stupid. Super early in the game. Yeah. Kind of stupid, yeah. Yeah, so uh, they don't want to ban Nykthos because they're hoping, as it says, in the long term, Nykthos can add diversity to the metagame as part as a part of fun and healthy devotion strategies. Yeah. So It's also yeah. just very iconic for the block that it came from and a lot of the design that goes around it. So I think until people bust it wide open, they want to let it play. Yeah. So they're getting rid of the ley line to stop... The super explosive start, which, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's fair. And then finally, the third card, Oath of Nyssa. Who? So it's a I card. I didn't expect that. It, it's, it's, a, it's a ponder that allows you to play all the planeswalkers you want and leaves a permanent on the battlefield for various uh, things. As we saw when it was legal and standard, there was a lot of Oath of Nyssa going on back then. So, yeah. Because Ponder is banned in Modern. Right? That's right. And this is a, this is almost a Ponder in green, again, that leaves a thing on the battlefield and helps your... <clears throat> Super friends, Legion of Doom, yeah. whatever the hell. Yeah, I was going to say, it smooths out your Planeswalker mana, too. Yeah. Which seems abusive. So, these two cards... It says that the the two... The two decks that were head and shoulders above the field were four-color copycat, so four colors, and the green devotion ramp. So, this is taking the top two decks that were obviously a problem and knocking them out. Or knocking them down. It doesn't really... It knocks out the yeah. the crazy cat lady part, but I've seen people say they're working on, like, four-color Planeswalker decks. And the Oath of Nyssa hurts. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. The, these all sound fine. Uh, so, they're gonna make... It says... They reiterated they're gonna make announcements every Monday... 
I don't think we've actually talked about this on this show because we no, didn't record last week. because I think they talked week. about it last week, right? Yeah, well, yeah, because we didn't record last week. But uh, right. they said that they're going to do ban restricted uh, Pioneer ban restricted. There's no restriction. Pioneer ban list updates every Monday, whether there's a change or not, for a while until the format evens out. So that's why we're getting this today, and it's just Pioneer, and and that that's why. Yeah. So mm-hmm. look forward to us talking about it for the foreseeable future on Mondays and people asking Watsy what they had for lunch for the foreseeable future on Mondays. Hopefully they won't make that that mistake again of saying it'll be at or after lunch. Yeah. One thing I find interesting about it is that they make the announcements on Mondays. The Magic Online effective date is Tuesday and the Tabletop effective date is Friday. Yeah. So... Keep that straight. Oh, yeah. On Magic Online, it goes into effect the next day, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is good, because for the people testing for tournaments and whatnot, which we'll get to that in just a second, uh, yeah. that's good. But for tabletop, eh. Mm-hmm. Also, if you're one of those people who wants to get cards banned, um, the time-honored tradition of writing it on the inside of a pizza box may have just gotten more viable because they'll be discussing what to ban over pizza. <laughs> you could write it on the inside of a burrito, but I don't know how effective that will be. I would not recommend. I only ever see the inside of my burrito when I've done something, when, I, when I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> right. So maybe don't do that. You can maybe write it on the uh, the inside of the foil, but then it'll it'll stick to the... They're burrito. not going to look at that. Just don't, yeah, just don't, just don't write on... It'll imprint on the outside of the burrito backwards, and they'll be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to ban here. Um, J, 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 Jackalpop? Jackalpop. Jackalpop's gone. (laughs) Anyway, so that's the first Pioneer ban list announcement. Next one will be next Monday. Now remember, like I said, they're going to make an announcement every Monday, whether there's a change or not. So the announcement could be, Everything nothing. is fine. Nothing is ruined. Mm-hmm. So just just bear that in mind. Yeah. Now, also last week, oh god, this is a large mess. Wizards of the Coast tweeted, "Okay, there won't be any BNR updates before the next uh, the next date." So, no more surprise off season ban and restricted updates for exactly because people all the are stable formats. People are. Crying and crying about Oko destroying formats, which... All of them. All of them, which I think that's a sign that there's a problem. But when they say, this is the next date, that's what they mean. But they meant that for not Pioneer. Correct. And because people hate standards so... Vocally hate standards so much right now, Star City Games saw an opportunity. Here's a quick little history on Star City Games and tournaments... Star City Games spent months buying up legacy staples from everywhere they could find them, and then they announced the uh, Open Series, which were going to have lots of legacy uh, tournaments. Because tournaments are a venue and a vehicle to sell cards. Yes. And so that's what Star City does. Okay? Yeah. Bear that in mind. It's very important to remember. They are technically not in the tournament business. They're in the card sales business. They're in the card sales business. So, 
uh, Star City tweeted this uh, on the 30th, which was what, Wednesday? Which was Wednesday. Due to the current state of MTG Standard and Magic Esports announcement that the BNR list won't be updated until after SCGCon, whoops, we are replacing the standard portion of the Star City Games Invitational November 15th through the 17th with the new Pioneer format. Yeah. Go buy those staples right now before they get banned. Yeah. Now, mind you, this is only for the Invitational. So this isn't like a wide thing. But when people hate standard, people aren't going to watch standard coverage, which means people aren't going to be getting ideas in their head of cards to buy. But if you Mm -hmm. switch it to Pioneer, suddenly they do. The problem is, the Magic Esports announcement was about the normal BNR cycle. It had nothing to do with Pioneer. So Star City jumped the gun and said, All right, we can capitalize. We'll change this to Pioneer. It'll be awesome. And then Wizards announced, We're still going to make BNR updates. It's gonna, We're going to do them on Mondays. Yeah. And people lost their minds. Now, this part, this is what gets me. This is why I spend so much time throwing off on Magic players. Because I hate you. Not all of you, just most of you. Because this... It's a general you, not a specific you. A general you. <coughs> this gives players 15 days. Eh, 14 days. Because this was on the 30th. This gives people 14 days to test for this tournament. The ban restricted update was the 4th. Five days later. And that was bad because now there's not enough time to test? But nobody threw off on Star City for swapping at the last minute to a brand new format that literally no one has tested for. Here's a hint. This is invitational, meaning you qualified playing something else. You probably are a little more comfortable with than this. But nobody that I saw gave Star City crap for this small testing window at all. Yeah. But when Wizards said, we're still going to be doing the Pioneer bannings, we're going to do them on Mondays, people dove at them saying, no, you should wait till after the Invitational. And I was like, what's four days? (laughs) Everything. Four days is the difference between a Tuesday banning and a Friday banning. Accurate. It's because people just want to hate Wizards, but they want to... I can't say that on the show. But they want to just bow down and praise Star City Games for everything they do, and I don't understand. Because Star City is not doing this for your benefit. Star City's doing this to sell cards. Wizards is doing these bans for your benefit so that the format doesn't suck. I think there's a subtle difference between people not hating Star City and people loving Star City. You're implying that people love Star City. And I okay, don't think well, that's the case. That that could be that I'm getting too I'm getting uh, I'm going too far in that direction. Star yeah. City yeah. Games is getting praised for a behavior that had Watsy done it would not have been received the same way. Yeah, if if Star City said I mean if Wizard said okay, the format for this tournament coming up that you can't go play unless you're already invited two weeks out is going to be changed. People would lose their minds, but star city did it. And everyone went, yay. And I'm like, do you people not hear yourselves? Well, they did change it to a format that people wanted to play. Yeah. A volatile format that is liable to change in any second. When a wizard reinforces, yeah, it's going to change in any second. People got mad. And I'm like, I hate you all. Have you not met magic players? They love uh, this this stuff. To credit, 
as someone not playing in this, this is more entertaining for me. Like that as is a person accurate. In the audience. Uh, I did enjoy scrolling through all of these uh, 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 Twitter replies. But just to be clear, like the people that are actually going to be competing in this thing are suddenly going to have a harder time. Even if they're happy and excited by the challenge, this is a change-up that affects them. Yeah. This is not a thing that all of the people commenting on this thread need to go to Watsy and say, but now what are they going to do? Those people are good. Yeah. By definition of where they're going. They're probably enjoying the challenge. They probably want to strike out and do something cool. That's great. Don't get mad on behalf of people that aren't mad. Chill. And That's watch a time-honored tradition on the internet, uh, though. Also, before I forget, thank you, A Wolves Den Games, for the host. Uh, but yeah, and again, it's an invitation. I think that's a thing that a lot of people missed is that this is the just the invitational. It's not like they changed one of the upcoming opens or a uh, what are they called? They're still MCQs right now. That that hasn't been changed to my knowledge. It's just mm-hmm. the invitational, which means there's only a small set of people that this affects. But like everyone is complaining, and. Like, those people knew what they were in for, I, I guess. Or now they're like, well, screw it, I'm not going. Whatever, you know, that's that's not the point. It's not like... It's not like a GP got changed, you know? Yeah. This doesn't screw everybody. Right. That said, um, just to reiterate, as we'll probably have to keep reiterating for a while, don't buy anything for this format yet. Yeah, just don't wait for it. Like, if SDG you... wants you to get impulsive and see a cool new deck and jump in on that and buy stuff, and yeah. like, if it's a really sufficiently cool new deck, it's probably not going to make it. Yeah. Now, so just yeah. chill. Uh, I had a point. Hang on, what was it? Uh, yeah the 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 adage about gambling applies. Don't bet what you can't afford to lose. That's really the important takeaway here. It is. So people are like, man, I'm out all this money now. Sucks to be you. We've warned you that stuff's going to get banned. (laughs) So, okay, there we go. I just wanted to get that off my chest because it's been bugging me for days now. (laughs) But anyway, all right, let's go. Uh... We're not invited. Oh. Good, because then I'd have to get a Pioneer deck. <laughs> so, let's shift gears to something a little more entertaining, shall we? At least theoretically yeah, entertaining. So, apparently, there are big changes, big things coming for Commander in 2020. According to this article, entitled, Big Things Are Coming for Commander in 2020. Yeah, but what does it mean? <laughs> Uh, so, right now, for Commander, we get one group of decks a year, right? Yeah. Right. Usually four or five decks that come out, and that's what you get for Commander for that year. Yeah, here here in recent years, it's just been four. Mm-hmm. For the last, I don't know, three or four years, I think. And apparently that's not quite enough. It's not quite enough. Uh, for Wizards. So they've realized they could make more money if they make more products for Commander players. So okay, let's see here. 
So for Commander 2020 edition, they're going to align the Commander decks with Akoria, Lair of Behemoths. Which is a set that comes out next year. In April. In April, yeah. So they're going to release these these five Commander Precons with 71 brand new cards. Who Are going to release with Akoria on April 24th. And you can even try them at the Akoria pre-release the weekend before that. Which is crazy. So all the new cards in the set are from the world of Akoria. So this is... Now, mind you, we don't know much about Akoria yet, because this is what? Two sets in the future? Um, one it... set in the future, because we're going to go back to <clears throat> Elspeth, and then Akoria will be a set after that. Which is two. Yeah. So, so yeah. That's two. It's not next set, it's set after. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's Theros Beyond Death, and then Akoria, a uh, layer of behemoths. Uh, so that's, that's a thing. 71 new cards in five decks. And, okay, let's see here. These 71 new cards are new cards that are commander cards. They're not going to be in the draft boosters. They're probably going to be in the collector boosters, but it doesn't say that. But since that's where the Brawl deck cards go, I'm going to guess the Commander deck cards will go there too. I'm guessing. That's actually just speculation at this point. But since it's coming out with Ikoria, I'm sh- I'm fairly certain that's right. Yeah. Um, okay. So these are going to replace the Planeswalker decks for Ikoria. As far as in the the pie chart of products and, and subproducts, they just scratched out Planeswalker decks and wrote in uh, Ikoria Commander. Okay? Okay. Hi. What? Wait, but they're yeah. they're not part of Ikoria with card with the card like the cards in the Brawl decks. Are they not? Does it say that here and I just I've missed it? Yeah, I don't think these yeah these cards are just commander specific that are going to be in there they're not they're not actually in the set right i don't know no i'm pretty sure they're not in the set okay. like i could have sworn i could have sworn it said that right there in the article let me let me go see if i can find it again i thought that's what they told us 71 new cards are not found in draft boosters yeah they're not found in draft boosters but that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be cards from that set in this we don't know well, that I recall. It says there are a handful of cards from the Akoria set in these decks in the okay. reprint slots. Then, yeah. But I don't know if these are going to be in the collector boosters like the Brawl deck cards. One person in chat is saying not. And hey, St. Saigal with the eight-month resub says they won't be in boosters. <clears throat> there are different kinds of boosters. Just saying they hey, won't be in boosters doesn't help. You know what would be damn awesome? And I'll try my best to say what I'm about to say without swearing too much. But you know what would be amazing is if a set just had cards and they were available in boosters. And if there was a product that was released that had those cards, those cards are also in the same boosters. Wouldn't it be great if it were simple? You remember when things were simple? Do you remember that? Do you remember when there weren't cards that had a set symbol that you couldn't find in a booster pack? You remember when the cards that were in a set that's in standard all only came in the booster packs? Remember all of that? 
it was great because it was simple and you actually understood if I find a card with this symbol on it, it's totally legal in standard and I know where to find it. I find it in those boosters right there. I didn't need to consult a chart about what different kinds of boosters there Should were. Should we tell them that the symbols are different? Find them. You can go right ahead. That's fine. I just <laughs> want a world where it was simple. It was easy before you could explain it. You didn't need charts. Now we need charts. It's madness. It's insane. It's too hard to explain to a new player. If a new player comes up to me right now and says, hey, Clues, you play Magic. What's in Standard? Where can I find those cards? I go, I have no idea. You should go play another game. Okay, so now that Clues has gotten that off of his chest. Anyway, so Chat and I are still are, are still unclear here. People keep uh, quoting this. 71 new cards are not found in draft boosters. These are not cards from the rest of the Ikoria set. Which doesn't tell us anything, as I already said. Because that's how the Brawl decks, etc. work. Because they're not in draft boosters, they're not from the rest of the set, but they're in the com- the, the uh, collector boosters. So, we'll get more information on that in the future. Read one paragraph above that. Okay, they do have their own expansion symbol to set them apart. That's even more confusing. Yeah, it is. So are they Ikoria cards or Commander cards? If they have their own set symbol, but they're Ikoria... They're Commander cards in the set, within the setting of Ikoria. They are not part of Standard unless they're already part of standard, just like every other time we get commander cards. Being printed in this does not add them to standard or the Aquarius set. It's in the Aquarius setting. Proper nouns are hard. I really wish they didn't do it this way, but here I we are. I really wish they didn't do it this way. And the fact that they're releasing at the same time and they're replacing the Planeswalker decks, which has cards that are legal for standard and are in the ke- ke- collector boosters... Oh god, my head! I actually do have a headache See? now. It's right. It's right there. See. All right. So apparently, Clues' rant applies, but not to this because apparently these aren't from Ikoria. Apparently. <laughs> don't, don't worry know. too much about it now. If you want to buy Commander product, you can buy this for Commander purposes. If you want to buy Standard product from Ikoria, pay attention when we go into that in like four months. Yeah. So, moving on, now we've got the Zendikar Rising Commander decks. Because remember, Zendikar Rising is the set after Ikoria, right? It goes Theros, Ikoria, Zendikar Rising. I think that's right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. So now it says with Zendikar Rising, they're introducing a new kind of Commander deck. They're launching two decks with Zendikar Rising. Uh, They're meant to be awesome on-ramps to commander with a few new cards three per deck and the rest reprints full of things you want to kickstart your commander experience oh okay so this is like planeswalker decks for commander yeah it's your starter pack it's a way to get reprints out there for uh, in people's hands for commander which is a problem with commander because a lot of people have like a box full of fully built commander decks which means they need a box full of 
these, you know, staples or cards that go in lots of decks and soul rings and mm-hmm. crap. So th- this is cool. Uh, and it looks like the Planeswalker decks are just getting pushed back to the core set only after this. As it says, Planeswalker decks are, they're still doing them for core set 2021. Yeah, so... Which, that does make sense, yeah. So we'll have Akoria, then we'll have core set 2021, then we'll have Zendikar. Oh, it's core set 20... Yeah. It's in the middle, because it's the summer. Oh, because we just had Eldraine. Right. Right. Got it. Okay. So anyway, and then there's another 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 thing. Uh, The Commander Collection. Green. And that is apparently coming later this year. Sorry, later next year. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's only in w- WPN stores, so you won't find this at Walmart or Target or any of those other places. Uh, there are eight reprint cards in a box themed to a color. Wait, eight reprint cards? So this is going to be like a Commander Signature Spellbook sort of thing? This is from yeah, like two one. weeks ago, so pardon me, it's all falling out of my brain as more things pop up. All All new art on the cards. So, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So we're getting uh, Yisan the the Wanderer Bard, and then uh, this card, which is a Kamigawa creature, but it's not from the Kamigawa set, apparently. Or it's not originally from Kamigawa, so it's a reprint, but... Yeah. Yeah. And there's a premium and regular edition. Now, this leads to a whole other problem. Apparently, the WPN premium stores get a blinged-out premium version where all eight cards are foil, and then all you other stores just get the normal one that's not shiny. You get the ones that don't curl. Yeah. Which, in Commander, doesn't matter as much. But Yeah. Uh, like, this actually makes me uneasy. The whole WPN premium stores actually get better products instead of just more products or yeah yeah, okay more yeah that's a bit annoying that that's a feel bad for all the not premium like you remember when i said there's a difference between uh punishing players for uh wanting to play historic and just rewarding players more for playing standard this seems like the same thing there's a difference between punishing non-premium stores and rewarding premium stores Hey, you know what? Uh, you know what? A lot of players, a lot of Magic players, don't really have control over. What's that? Where uh, they how live. How good the stores in their area are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah do you remember uh, the feel bads that we had with the premium Hell Vault? That was random, though, wasn't it? Yeah. That was random, but do you remember how horrible that was? Yeah, that was how, pretty bad. How everything was great when everybody was getting the same free crap. But as soon as people were getting free crap that was better than your free crap, that that mm-hmm. caused nothing but feel bads for like everybody involved. Premium crap. Well, this is doing that, but now it's not a roll of the dice. It's it's how good the people who run your local store are, or how good the local magic scene is. Something that you probably don't have any direct control over. 
Yeah. Because statistically speaking, you probably can't move just based on how good your local game store is. Yeah. Because don't get me wrong. I have a game store that I absolutely adore, but I can't live near it because that's not where my job is. Yeah. And like around here, we've got four, I think, game stores. All, okay, two of which I haven't been in yet because they're relatively new. But like all, as far as I'm aware, all of them are at least passable. Five. No, because there's that one I hate that people still love, but I hate it for not <laughs> store reasons. Uh, I hate it for the way they do things. So that means the chances of having one that's premium around here is sort of not going to happen, right? Because there's too there are too many on in too small an air, which is a weird embarrassment of riches going on here. But there are too there, many there are stores. a lot of criteria that can conflict with the ability to support a premium store and whatnot. There's just a lot to it. And these are a lot of factors that are outside of the control of the players. And and a lot of times outside of the control of the stores. Yeah. And it, I'm just afraid that that's going to lead to something. Chat said, uh, just wait soon. Premium stores will be getting unique promos and others won't so that the rich get richer type scenario. And that's, I hope they don't do that, but I really wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. It really doesn't. So, hmm. But okay, moving on. There's another thing, because no, we're not done yet. Now there's Commander Legends. This is going to be a set, a full magic set. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For Commander players, it's Draft meets Commander, they say. And it has seventy brand new, over 70 brand new Legends for you to build decks with. And it's got 20 card packs with a foil and two Legendaries in every single pack. And, it, yeah, there it says they can be from anywhere in space and time in the multiverse and are legal in eternal formats like Legacy Vintage and Commander. So it's sort of like uh, a master. It's Commander Masters, essentially. Let's be yeah. real. Commander Horizon. And yeah, we've we've got this sweet. That's got to be Baron Singer art. Uh, yeah, I think legs? They, yeah, I think he actually said that in the the video. Uh, I didn't watch the video, but as I understand it, like halfway through, uh, Gavin just broke and just had to say his name. Like yeah. he's he sort of got legs. He's got indication of legs. Hmm. And Not then, sure of Baron Singer then. Uh, this is uh oh crap. Who is this? What's her name? Uh my brain keeps saying Jess Guy, but that's not it. Uh <laughs> Jessica. There we go. Right? That's go. totally yeah. Jessica, right? That sounds like Jessica. I'm pretty sure it is. But yeah, so this that's that's yet another commander thing next year. And then of course Commander Legends is going to have two Commander decks to go with it. With three new cards not found in the draft boosters. And it's just, they're just, they're just going to vomit Commander stuff at us constantly until yeah. Commander players finally shut the hell up, which won't happen. So, they don't do that. That's not a state they have. 
Or until they realize that they aren't making quite as much money off of this as they want. When I don't see that happening because Commander players buy this stuff. So... Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is a lot. Now, it is a lot. Only some of it is, is additive. Like I said, they're, they're losing the, uh, Planeswalker decks. So these commander decks are going to replace those. So it's not like there's yet another thing on top of it. Uh, yeah. But then the commander collection green, I don't know if that's like replacing the signature spell book or if they're gonna do that too but it's just a small thing so whatever and i'm not as worried about that this commander <laughs> legends is probably the uh the draft innovation set for next year so yeah that doesn't it's so it's not like they're dumping more stuff on us necessarily they're dumping the same amount of skews on us you know skus you know what i mean but they're not but there's just more in those skews, if that makes sense. So, yeah, it's 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 a large mess, and that means never-ending preview season will actually never end. Yeah. See, the trick is to not get hyped anymore, and I, then it just becomes news. I don't. But yeah, I don't. I can't afford to buy any of it, or else I would totally be hyped. But I can't, so I don't. <laughs> it makes it easier. Although I have to say, I, this Baron Singer here makes it hard. Makes it real hard not to get hyped. I gotta be honest, I just feel overwhelmed by the whole damn thing. Like, just completely overwhelmed by the whole damn thing. And that's got, why like, I'm pointing out that this isn't adding a bunch of new products. It's for people that feel that way. It's like I said. It's this. I think it's the same amount of products, but there's just more within each one. Yeah, but the problem is the previous products were kind of who they were aimed at was kind of spread out, and now it's like we hear you guys like Commander, so Commander players, we're just making everything's for you here. Well, enjoy. Not everything because they're still doing all the other stuff that they do for everyone else. So, yeah, I just. I don't know, man. I, I, it not like none of this, all of this sounds good, but you're okay. also looking at a year of product at one time. You, you are, this is true. This is, true. this is a it, full year. Yeah. It just feels a little bit like somebody went, Hey, you know, I hear people like candy. What if we just fed them candy all the time? Nothing but candy. I mean, if those people, and on, on the surface, on that, that sounds candy. that's yeah, yeah. On the surface, that sounds like oh, that'd be great. That's like heaven, but no, that's you're gonna die. Yeah, but like if a store sells candy and they find out that people like chocolate, and then they sell more chocolate. Yeah, yeah, because that's really what's happening here. It's like. We keep making a bunch of other, you know, side products and whatnot, but really this is the one you keep going back to. They're just focusing a little more on that now, and that's fine. I mean, they've been designing things in real sets, like real core and expansion sets, with Commander in mind for, like, eight or nine years now, since they started calling it Commander, and even before that. 
sometimes that has backfired on them, right? Yeah. I have openly criticized some of that backfiring because occasionally it's like, yeah, here's a card. We put it in here. It's obviously meant for a commander, but, uh, oh, oops, broke legacy. Um, so I get, I get what they're doing and I get why they're doing it, but I don't know. Can, can I talk about the, the, the commander set for a minute? Uh, sure. Like the, the the full commander set that's uh, that's you know it's it's built it's built to commander draft yeah right is essentially what they're doing here that to me oh god that sounds like a real special case of hell is what that sounds like to me now don't get me wrong I I, I freely admit I have a bias I don't like draft I do not like draft I know other people do and I'm not telling that they can't. Go right ahead. I don't care. Enjoy your draft. But this, if I could go back to the food analogy, this really seems like chocolate and mayonnaise have gotten together and they're too hor- that's too horrible for words. Right? It, now, well, Commander don't, don't is fool with a it game. Well, well, let me finish. Okay, I'm sure, I'm sure people are going to do this and they're going to have a blast. Great! Yeah. Don't invite me. I'm not coming. That's fair. Because here's the thing. Commander, to my mind, is at its best when there is nothing competitive going on in it. When you've okay. got some, some friends who are getting together to have fun, nonsense and shenanigans all around is what it's for. But draft, draft is this whole like second level of skill-based metagame to try and crush your foes, and it tends to appeal to the more competitive player. And I, I just, the, the Venn diagram of who normal draft appeals to and who commander appeals to, I'm not really sure how, not sh- really sure how, how close to unity that Venn diagram is. And again, it's probably just my bias. I'm sure people are going to eat this crap up. But Okay, before you say anything else, Chewy, I hate you. Um, I didn't do this. Tenth Tech Priest in the chat did this. Still I just wrong. clicked on it. Um, <laughs> uh... And two, the thing I'm, is... I'm not clicking on that link. I'm sorry, I can't. I ate recently. No. There's no way I'm looking at no, that. No, the mayonnaise makes everything bad. Uh, but for those of you listening, I have a, a recipe for a chocolate mayonnaise cake uh, up on the No, what you have is a war crime that you were linked. Yeah, Be- because place. there's oh. a war criminal in chat who put it in the chat and I clicked on it. That's disgusting. <laughs> By the mayonnaise company, of course it's awful. Um, but more importantly, um, I really think that the fun thing about this is that if you want a draft commander, you can, if you want to open it and get cards for commander, you can just like every other thing with booster packs. Yeah. And I've also done casual drafting with people like people, chaos draft, people do all kinds of stuff and like, they might be competitive, but they also like doing something different and unique. And this has a lot of the feel of that. Yeah, I mean the last what was last year's uh or this year's draft thing? Uh the the drafty gimmick from this year? Yeah. Um Was this year Battle Bond or was that last year? My brain completely can't. I think last year was Battle Bond. Okay, year. yeah, last year's was was Battle Bond, which is the one I was aiming for, which is We just had modern giant. horizons this year, but I don't know if that really counts. Yeah, it, that's the one. But yeah, it's wait, it's it was Battle Bond, which is two headed giant. Two headed giant, draft, which draft. is wait wait a minute is 
has Watsy discovered the 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 Taco Bell formula, which is I, we have nine yeah. ingredients and let's just combine them in different ways and see what happens. Is this the chalupa of of magic sets? All magic sets have been the chalupa of magic sets. The design is always magic cards and finding ways to mix them. Man, how deep does this go down? All the 26 way. Twenty six years. It's, it's turtles all the way down. <laughs> All right. So, so hey, that's a lot of opinions about a thing we have almost no information on. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a lot of commander stuff. And again, as now, we say all the time, and clues. I'm not. I'm not saying. I was going to say this before your rant or after, regardless sure, of your yeah, rant. Yeah. But not everything is for everybody. So this none of this. Do what? This is true. Yeah. This is so if true. if this all sounds disgusting to you, don't buy it. It's fine. Yeah, I'll. I'll also say. Uh, the the people who work at Watsi, regardless of their their terrible track record of trying to kill magic for thirty years, uh, even even though that is the case, the people at Watsi actually do care about the game, and uh, some of the folks involved in, in fact, Gavin really loves Commander, like really really loves Commander. So I'm sure that this is going to be fine. Like all the other Commander things they've done have been eh, pretty good. So I'm sure this is going to be great. Please stop talking about the mayonnaise chocolate cake. Please, it's literally making me ill. Om um, nom nom, I'm going to throw up. Oh, God. So, I guess... Are, are we done with this? Yeah, yeah. So. Cool. Do you want to backtrack to the one we skipped, Chewy? What did we skip? Um, The other thing about tournaments, invites. You mean this next thing I was about to talk about? Yeah, that one. Yeah. You skipped it and it confused me. Oh, I rearranged my. Uh, oh, you uh, moved your tabs. tabs, but not the links in the show yeah. notes. Actually, no, I think it's the other way around. I think I moved the links in the show notes, but not my tabs. So my bad. Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, this is quick. They they've added some tweaks to how the the road to the MPL. That's Magic Pro League. Remember that. Uh. So now the Magic World Champion will get an invite if they're not already qualified. So to the MPL. So that's cool. Well, they'll, they'll be invited. So, okay. For the 2019 world championship, the winner will be invited to the 2020 2021 seasons MPL, skipping that partial six month season. Remember we talked about that when we talked yeah, about the, uh, the weird one, the update to all of this. So yeah, they're, they're going to do a partial season, and then so things align properly, they're going to start a full season after that. Uh, so that's cool. They're also, let's see here. They're, oh, there's some discussion about, I didn't, I skipped over this part completely, uh, handling bugs and crashes at arena events. Because there were... There were some issues. I know David Williams in particular got boned by a a crash for a game he was about to win. And his opponent's system crashed, so they had to start over and play again, and then he lost. Yeah. Uh, So that was some interesting stuff here um, with that. Like the process that they're going into about, you know, when players bring up issues. Um, I'm curious to hear more about that, but just. I'll read it quickly. 
When a player brings up an issue on site, we will first verify the issue is real and not caused by environmental factors or player error. Next, we check to see if the bug had a significant impact on the outcome of the game. If it did, we rectify it to get back to a state of competitive integrity that can include awarding a game win, offering a rematch, or letting the game continue. Now, that's an interesting choice to have to make and evaluate. Um, because I promise you, when you get some Magic players together, if there is a game error or something and it has to be fixed, they'll never agree on whether or not it was important. I don't think it's up to the players. No, it's not. But my point is that depending on where you're sitting, it can look very different either way. Oh, yeah, and if you're true. the person who's walking up to it, you've got to now make that evaluation for both of them. And that, that could suck. I mean, that's basically the same as what judges do, except with this, it's stuff outside of player control entirely. Yeah, but if I recall correctly, judges can't just give you a game win because they think something would have led to you winning and then can't. That is a good point. Like, that's not a thing that has been put on humans before, to my knowledge. Like, I don't know how you can extrapolate would have won unless it's directly... And then I had Alpha Strike, and they were tapped out and had no blockers, and then the game turned into a pineapple. Well, okay, maybe that, but once you get cut away from 100%, you enter the realm of, guess it's a rematch, or guess we keep going, and that's probably going to leave some angry moments too, so let's just sit back and enjoy what Twitter is going to be like while this gets sorted out, or hope that there are never glitches. Let's hope. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then finally, I think finally, yeah, finally they're adding a, a system for fractional invites to uh, the uh, Players Tour. Because before, you had to, like, spike a tournament and then spike another tournament or something to get to the Players I don't remember how it works now, because it's been, like, a month. Yeah. You have to achieve the achievements. Yeah, but if someone who gets close several times and doesn't win not getting uh, to get on the player's tour just feels bad. Yeah. Uh, so that means that they're there. Now this is a first iteration, but for the, this, this next qualifying round, they're working on at a grand prix. If you top eight, you get 50% of an invite. And if you get 39 match points or more, you get 50% of an invite you get 36 match points or more, you get 40% of an invite, and so on and so forth, down to 30-plus match points, which gets you 10% of an invite. And on the Players Tour, you get another bunch of fractions. And at the end of... Let's see, where is it? Blah, 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 blah. Where is it? And fractional invites aren't spent when a player attends a, pro t a Players Tour. So if a player earns 100% or more in a single qualifying round, that means they're qualified for both the upcoming Players Tour... And the following one. So, hang on. Oh, here it is. Uh, blah, blah, blah. At the end of each qualifying round, players that have earned 100% or more towards an invite by combining both the current round and the previous round of qualifiers will be invited to that round's players tour. So, it's sort of like a gravy train style thing from back in the day. Yeah, if you do consistently well for a while, but you don't outright spike it, then it can still kind of roll over into something that can get there. But 
do note that they say the current and previous round. So, like, if you take one off, so to speak, presumably they're not going to carry over something from two ago. So you still have to be consistently doing this. You can't just, like, save up for what's convenient. Um, but I think this is nice. I think that the game has a lot of variance to it. And if you want to have the ability to get somewhere without perfect luck, backing perfect skill, this is an opportunity. So that's good. Yeah. So just just a nice way, another way to take care of the, the players. Uh, someone who, you know, gets, let's say, ninth place, like, eight times in a row isn't, you know, pulling their hair out. Yeah. So, all right. That's cool. Is So that's it for serious things. Now we've got the silly thing, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. So you remember a while back we talked about Valor's Reach, which was some sort of mobile magic thing that wasn't quite magic. It was like a a weird simplified version of magic where you could play it on a phone. It was very strange. Yeah. Now we've got something completely different. Aha. This is oh hang on. I have to go to the different crop. There we go. There we go. So this is Magic Mana Strike, which is a mobile game by Netmarble. Quick, someone look up Netmarble. What what which which games are theirs? I always get them all confused. On it. Thank okay, you. you're doing that. Cool. Uh, but Magic Mana Strike is not Magic, a card game, although there are cards in it, and there's deck building. Uh, a while back, I played a game on stream, this was a, a good little while now, called Minion Masters. They got a lot of games, but I don't know which of these are actually popular, and I'm not going to read all of them. Okay, give us a handful. How about Dragon Ball Online? Is that a thing? I guess. Gun Z, the duel. Say that again? Gun Z, the duel. Are you sure that's not just like one giant title of Dragon Ball, Gun Z, the duel? <laughs> Star Wars Force Arena? Uncharted Waters Online? I'm getting the impression that these people buy up licenses to use things. <laughs> it's really looking that way. How about Fish... Uh, no, yeah, no, that really does say Fishing Strike. Is that the prequel to Mana Strike? I don't know, but everybody's marble. It's, it's right there. Fishing Strike, mm. yeah. Oh, okay, what about PC games? I have never I this heard just of the any list of these. notable games available. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Disney Magical Dice? Nope, that's that been shut down. That sounds like a gambling problem. Yeah, but that's, that's been shut down. <laughs> Okay, so the point is they make a lot of mobile games. And and this is uh Mana Strike. So you you build a deck. Let's see. Here here's the deck building. You build a deck of a few cards, but they're not cards cuz you summon them. So like I said, this is just like Minion Masters on Steam. So if you've ever seen or heard of Minion Masters, which a bunch of you haven't because it's not super huge, but it is a thing, and it's actually kind of fun. I, I still open it up and play it periodically just because it's cute. Uh, but your your mana builds up over time. 
So there's there's a set amount of time between one mana and two mana and three mana uh, up to that. And once you hit however much mana, you can then cast one of your spells. And you cast a spell by dragging it and... Well, okay, in Minion Masters, you cast a spell by dragging it and dropping it. If it's a, uh, a minion, you place it on the battlefield where you want it to go. And your minions will walk forward towards the enemy uh, character and will attack any minions along the way that they run into that they can fight. And if they can't, they'll just keep walking forward or take damage or whatever. Because they're... I don't know the specifics in this game, but like in Minion Masters, there are uh, melee units who can't hit flying units. So it works sort of like flying and, and magic. So ground units won't be able to hit uh, flying units unless your ground units have reach, in which case then they can pew, 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 you know. But otherwise, they'll just keep walking past the flying units and head towards whatever the next thing is. And the whole thing is you're trying to knock your uh, opponent down. Like you see right here, this um, uh, Hazareth the Pervert has 6,500 health. <laughs> And this, uh, I can't tell who that's supposed to be, has 7150. And these guys will walk forward and attack, and that number will drop. And it's, like I say, it's really simple and simplified, but it's fun. Uh, at least the Minion Masters is, and this being Magic-branded uh, will be more recognizable to people. There's, I can't remember, there's another card game, or another game like that that's a mobile thing. But I don't know the name of it. it. It might be like Clash of Clans or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know these things. But what? It, what is it you said earlier, Clues? It's like a Clash Royale. That's the one, uh, chat. Thank you. But Clues said this is... What did you say, Clues? It was a PvP uh, or 1v1 tower defense game? Uh, yeah, it was a PvP tower defense game. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Which is like... Oh, that's that's a good way to put it. Because it's, it's a real-time pvp tower defense game where you and your opponent are both your your core and you have minions that are both attacking and defending depending on what your opponent's doing and the idea is to snowball a win uh so that your units can get up and attack uh your opponent's hero and yeah like this uh here's a daybreak ranger which is a rare creature that ranged attacks enemy air and ground units. When entering the enemy base, transforms into a werewolf, and the werewolf can only melee attack ground enemies. So when she gets close, she turns into a werewolf and starts... Wah, wah, wah. And she's got 1158 HP. She has 321 attack. She's a ground creature She uh, for movement, and she ranged attack air and ground. And there you go. Uh, Ratchet Bomb is a spell... That inflicts damage to enemies in the target area. And its effect range is 4 meters. And it does 495 to creatures and 248 to buildings. And and that's it. So you it, it puts a little circle on the battlefield and you say drop it here. And it just damages everything in that circle. Presumably there will be some cast time while the bomb falls. So you have to like lead walking units and stuff. But hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll see. And it's, uh, like I said, if this is like Minion Masters, it's going to be fun if it's uh, uh, done properly. Like I said, you generate mana every 5 to 10 seconds and use those resources to play your spells. And it's it, it's not turn-based, it's real-time, everything's constantly running, and uh, it should be neat if it doesn't suck. Uh, it's free to play, but it has a battle pass, and so does... Uh, Minion Masters, a bunch of games like this do. 
and yeah. Huh. If anyone out there has access to a VPN and you have BlueStacks on your computer, you can apparently play it now. Yeah, it's it's available. Apparently, it's available in Canada right this second. Yeah, weird. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when this uh, actually releases or anything. And honestly, I don't care. We'll hear more about it later, I'm sure. Unless it goes yeah. the Valor's Reach way, and we hear about it once, and then it evaporates. Oh, Canada and Australia are the ones that the site said. Okay. Gotcha. Well, yeah, Like, also if you're in those regions, you can just play it, I guess. But Oh, it's up here at the top, yeah. So it's currently available in certain parts of the world on the Android Play Store. Oh, is this going to be Android only? Um, I don't probably actually Probably for at least a while. So, yeah. Uh, but it says games are quick. After three minutes, uh, the game goes into a sudden death mode. So, you know. I imagine they want to keep the, the games quick since the way that they make their money is cooldowns. So. I I don't think that's how yeah. this one's going to work. This isn't that kind of mobile game. You sure? Like, um, like really most mobile games, this is free to play, but have a battle pass and you can buy gold and in-store credit or wait for a cooldown to earn gold for free. Oh! Oh, okay. Freaking cooldowns. Yeah. To earn gold for free. That's weird. Okay, I was thinking of like Final Fantasy Record Keeper, which is the only mobile game of that sort I've ever played. And I'm like, mm. no, that just means you have to stop doing stuff after a while, which was stupid. So that's what I meant. Yeah, typically the the model for these things is to give it to you in free-to-play mode and you, you know, mess around with it till it slows down enough that you're like, I still want to play. Swipe card. Now I'm playing. How much did I spend? Swipe card. Oh no, it happened again. But yeah. Welcome to the world of, you know, free freemium gaming. games. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, if you are in Canada or Australia, by all means, give it a shot. Let us know what you think. Because uh, this is the thing I had about mobile games: is I don't play games on my phone. Except for Hearthstone, and that's really only when I'm home. Yeah, the only so... games I play on my phone are games that care where I'm at, like Pokemon Go, because it would be really inconvenient to lug around a desktop or laptop. And, like, gotcha games, because I'm a fool who doesn't deserve money. Accurate. So, there you go. But, like, I would love to play this, but one, at the moment, I don't have an Android device and have no plans on it, and two... I I don't want to play it on my phone ever. <laughs> like I want to stream this, which I know there are ways to do it, but I don't have those ways, and I don't care that much. <coughs> Ouch. So yeah, there you go. Th this looks neat. Hopefully, this actually doesn't evaporate like the other one did. What was it called? Or I said it like three times. Valor's Reach. Yeah. Which hey, if anyone knows what the hell happened to Valor's Reach. Let us know, because I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
so yeah. That's cool. It's called Magic Mana Strike. Yeah. So are we are we done with that? We have to dive into tournaments now? Probably. Yeah, I think so. All right. So we have fully nine tournaments to talk about, which means we are running through these because you know what? It's Oko. <laughs> just all of it. It's just all Oko. Oops, all Elks. I was going to say, oops, all Elks. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So last week, uh, Star City was in Atlanta. And we have a modern open, a modern classic, and a standard classic. So, let's just, where that's, uh, I guess day two deck lists? I guess so. All right. Is this the guy that won? This is the guy that won. Okay, good. Good job. All right. So, how many people were in the modern open? The modern open had 443. All right. John Holland won playing Grixis Death Shadow. Collins Mullen was in second with Simic Wurza. Uh, Jeremy Bertarioni was with Simic Wurza, Wurza in third. Zansayed also Wurza in fourth. <laughs> is this the one with Oko? This is the one with Oko. Okay, yeah. Uh, so there's all your Okos. You've got Amulet Titan in fifth by Austin Collins. Uh, Ellie Cassis in sixth with the Wurza deck. Edgar Magalhaes in seventh with Urza Midrange. And Matt Clutter, excellent name. Sounds like a, a comic book hero, doesn't he? Oh, but Matt Clutter. Clutter. It's the secret identity of. I got nothing, but I'm sure that we have Simic Wurza? Of Dumbass. No, of Devoted Devastation. Oh. <laughs> That's what he was playing. The in... Masked Elk. I don't know. I really think Devoted Devastation is the name of his comic, but the character. Ah, is Simic Wurza. Simic Wurza. Okay, I see what you did there. Yeah. He's fighting against the Amulet Titan to stop the Grixis Death Shadow. Uh, 24 pages of action and 14 pages of ads and 14 other pages of ads. <laughs> All right, Have you so considered Doritos? That's the uh, open. Close that. Yeah. Go to the modern classic. How many people are in the modern classic? 123. Still pretty big. Uh, Russell Lee won with Is It Delver? It is. Oh, God. It is. Oh, God. Simic Wars is back in second and third. Second is Michael Stigall, and uh, third is Sean Belle Isle. Uh, fourth place, Marty Silverberg is running Grixis Death Shadow. Brian Eisenhower in fifth on Jund Goblins. Oh, that's sounding better. Hang on. Yeah. We have to look at that just for a second. Holy crap, it's actually Goblins. Yeah, it's legit Goblins. Look at that. Holy crap. Crater Maker, Matron, Ringleader, War Chief, Mog War Marshal. Munitions Expert, Red Cap, Putrid Goblins, Prospector, Sling Gang Lieutenant, Grum Gully, of course, Krenko, and Pashalikmons. Wow. Tarfire. And the one <laughs> the one Tarfire, because damn it, Tarfire. Also, That's four right. copies of Once Upon a Time and four Ether Vial. I respect that. Yeah, that's yeah. Rashmaster. You'll also notice no Oko's in the board. Okay, that's See, cool. this is the deck that opted to not start out as Elks. Because if you Elk a Goblin, it's just hitting you harder now. I was going to say, <laughs> see all these Goblins? Make them Elk. It's fine. 
Alright, moving on. Sixth place, Jonathan Hung was playing Monogreen Tron. And seventh, Devin Boyd on Amulet Titan. And Lee McLeod in eighth said, But what about Simic Wurza? What indeed, that's what he was playing in eighth. Yep. Tenth place, Burn. Tenth place, Burn. There's also a deck in thirteenth called Crab Vine. It's called Crab Vine. I, I have to freaking look at it. That's and Crab and Vine. See, that's yes, what happens when okay. you scroll. Good, good, good. All right, so that's that. Uh, standard classic. How many? <laughs> You're going to like this. Uh, 59. Oh, God. 59. <laughs> hey, sometimes people want to play in a format that only goes for six rounds. I, that's true, yeah. All right, so <laughs> let's run through it quickly. Dominic Harvey won first place, Sultai Food. Vincent Lansford, third, uh, second place, Sultai Food. Allison Warfield. Is that Allie Warfield? I suppose so. Nice. Running <gasps> Sultai Food in third. Uh, just Got Fires in fourth by Jonathan Goanos. Goanos. That's a good name. Uh, not a superhero name, though. Sorry. Uh, Tyler Thibault in fifth on Sultai Food. Garrett Vance in sixth on Just Got Fires. <sighs> Matt Lettieri in seventh playing Something Different. Rakdos Agro, and finally Kalen Steffens in eighth running Four Color Wolves. What? Nightpack Ambusher. Ah, and Wicked Wolf. And Tulsimir. And Garrick. Okay. I'm happy with... And Oko. Okay. <laughs> and Gilded Goose. Don't forget the goose. Talk to me, goose. Honk. Okay. <laughs> So that was... You stole my eyes, Goose! That was... <laughs> so that was uh, SCG Atlanta. Boom! Got him. That that was two weeks ago, though, so... Well, not... This was previous weekend. Uh, Star City didn't have one this weekend? Or am I backwards? I don't believe they did. Yeah, Star City didn't have one this weekend. Okay. Cancel <laughs> due to Star City watching BlizzCon coverage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw Stark's joke in the chat. Hey guys, I have a yeah. funny joke. Elk! Please laugh. That has been Twitter for the last week. It's true. All it's the bad. laughs have been turned into elk. <laughs> it is now referred to as the elk track. Oh god. Okay, moving on. That, not this one. There we go. Alright, now we've got Magic Fest Phoenix. How many people were in Phoenix? 556. Playing Limited! Playing Limited. Which is weird. They're playing Limited. And there were only that few people there. Look, when you're playing Limited, there are vastly less Oko on the field. Yeah, right? And if you've got a few of them, it's questionable. Ow. So, Max Mick won the whole thing. Uh, Second place was... Oh, God. Zayed? Zayed. Zayed Zabib? Zied Zibib. Zayed Zibib. I'm just going to mispronounce it in every way and hope that at some point I get one of them right. You will not. Zayed Zibib. There, that's got to be wrong. Okay. That person got second, though. I apologize for butchering your name. I am awful. I butcher everyone's name, though, so don't feel bad. Welcome to company. Uh, Third place looks like Paul Rietzel. He's a nice guy. Fourth place, Eric Suzak. 
And then fifth through eighth, in no particular order, Mark Jacobson, Kai Ruin, Benjamin Weitz, and Mitchell Tamblin. Boom. Congrats to all those people playing 40-card decks. Holy crap. I hear crap. this the meta. Max Mick went 9-0 and at three different sealed GPs this year. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Seattle, Vegas, and Phoenix. At the last, at the last one... He made a second limited top eight of the year and finally secured a victory, which would be this one, Phoenix. Nice. That's crazy. That's pretty awesome. Clearly, mm. Max Mick is good at limited. Hurrah. Take All right, that. next up. People think it's entirely what you open. All right. Uh, we go to Lyon. How many people were in Lyon? 944. That is, that's a pretty good number. These numbers are getting bigger. That's like... 15 standards also playing standard i was gonna say but this was standard and there were that many people yeah huh you see the trick is to trap them in leon <laughs> clearly and no one can make it to the scg event a week before right, what no piss off try to sell me cards channel fireball eat a dick all it's right it's like that's uh... their plan <laughs> okay so these were in order good but it pops up again no okay all right, so uh, Antoine Lagarde won, playing Bant Food. Bant Food. Um, nom, nom. Uh, French, Francisco Jose Gonzalez Hidalgo came in second with Salty Food. Different flavors. That's that's where you throw you, you throw out the white and add in the black? You salt it. Ah. No, no, you pepper it. No, no, no matter what's going on in this room, they're salt. Okay, that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is accurate. Third place, we have uh, Thierry Ramboa playing Bant Food. Uh, Andreas Gans in fourth was on Rakdos Sacrifice. Oh, Stark's right. You pepper, pepper, pepper it. Because you suck at cooking. I love that show. Uh, Rakdos Sacrifice. Yes. Fifth place, the uh, Sultai Food piloted by. Hans Mausch? Mauch? Mauch? That's what I say when I slam my elbow over here is Mauch! Uh, yeah, sorry for screwing up your name, but that's what I do. Uh, what was that? Fifth? Sixth place, Julian Felix Fleury. That's hard to say. Playing Four Color Sacrifice. Hmm, okay. Uh, Florian Trot in 7th with Azorius Control. And finally, Philip Van Donselaar playing Sultai Food. That's a lot of food. One, two, three, four, five foods out of eight. For those of you keeping track at home, there are six decks running four Oko in the top eight. Yeah, because this one, yeah, the four color sacrifice also has Oko. I stopped at Recto Sacrifice and looked at the deck list just in case. And no, there isn't one. Just in case it's like Splash Elk. Yeah. yeah. Which might not be the worst plan. All right. I um, did see an Oko in a sideboard in uh, on Twitter. It was, a, it was a screenshot from some sort of like Magic Online results thing. And yeah. there was just an Oko in the sideboard of a deck that didn't need Oko. But I don't remember what the deck was now. Anyway. Mono Red Elk. 
So that oh, there it is. It's trying to sell me cards again. Piss well, off. Get away from that and go to another page that is also run by them. All right. So that was uh, GP Leon. Yep. All right. Last GP is Nagoya, which yep. has a lot of people. It has a lot of people, but there was no that there, there was no there was there's uh, video coverage. Which means we have nothing for text coverage. But we do have top eight deck lists. I wonder if these are in order. You want to believe. Oh, God. Uh, translate this page. Oh, hold on. Um, do, 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 do. There you go. Fixed it for you. Fixed what for me? You can read it now. How did you fix it? Magic. The Gathering. Deck building game. How did you fix it on my screen? Magic. The Gathering. Oh. Deck building game. The deck building game. Okay, these are not in order. Great. Alright, somebody tell me who's in first. It's uh, uh, Riku Kumagai. Tell us what he was playing. He was playing Simic Food. Oh, this is going to be fun. Alright. Second place was Yiming Ji. Hang on. No, Here we go. Running Azorius Control. Yeah. Got some of these translated names are great. Dobin's Refusal. Here's a Flatland. It's a Plains. <laughs> Here's Fable Path. I I personally appreciate um Thick who Marlin? understood the time to ferry. <laughs> who devote a cover toner set. I like wow, Thick that's, Borrower. That's you know what I mean for Narset. Thick Borrower Wait. is just the best. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> That okay. was pretty good. Okay. Ooh, Gadwick uh, is just old man. This is way more fun than the actual thing. Gadwick old man. This is the best. Okay. Uh, uh, third place, it looks like, is Makihito Mihara. Nope. 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 Oh. Wait, is I it? Thought you, I thought was that you it again? No, Maki, this says Akihito Mihara. Is that a Japanese thing? Uh, I'm guessing one of them made a typo. Okay. Uh, who's running Sultai Food? And then Toro Saito. Toro Saito. There he is running <laughs> Simic Food. This is C-M-I-C slash food. But we Ooh. know what he means. Rocking that eating hydra. All right. And then in no particular order, fifth through eighth, because they're actually the same place. We've got, uh... Okay, who didn't I say yet? Uh, Taku Utsunim... Wait. Utsunomiya? Utsunomiya. There we go. Sultai Food. Uh, Makoto Horiuchi Bant Food. Uh, so wait, is this... Okay, so this is... Refer I'm so confused. Uh, Yu He running Sultai Food. This is the guy that won. Did I, did I say... You're, you're missing uh, Sota Murakami. And this says Yuta Murakami. That's why I'm confused. Running Sultai Food. Uh, I'm willing to bet that the auto-translate that Google is doing is misreading. Names. Yeah, because I think the, the name was not in English. Because why would it be? So yeah, that's right. almost certainly... Yeah, it's probably taking the alternate pronunciations for some of these. Probably. 
So there you go. That's a quick <laughs> run through of your uh, uh, of your, your modern GP standard GP rather. Excuse me. That's right. Where again we had no no text coverage whatsoever because if there's video coverage, surely no one would ever. Well, I guess there is a Japanese text coverage. So I guess we can't give them too much crap. Because it's oh, in Nagoya. And you can click on this and hit translate and get a rough approximation. This is fun. This is really fun. Because um, I clicked on Nasty Wolf. And is it Bad Wolf? It, it's or, um, Wicked Wolf Wicked or whatever. Wolf, that's the one, yeah. But yeah, like so it goes, it actually translates to the text too. And so it's like, when a mean wolf enters the battlefield, target up to one creature you don't control. This fights with it. <laughs> Sacrifice a piece of food. Put a plus one, plus one counter on a mean wolf. It gains indestructible until end of turn. Tap this. That's pretty awesome. Okay, so that is GP Nagoya. Oko rules all, or at least most. (laughs) A sufficient quantity. So that's standard, modern, both inundated with Oko, right? Right. Yep. Okay, so... Let's go somewhere where Oko probably won't show up. Eternal Weekend was also this weekend. Now, Eternal Weekend doesn't have quite the same uh, coverage as uh, these others because these people have real jobs and, you know, do this on the side. Yeah. But the Vintage Champs is up. So we've got Joe Brennan, who won. How many people were at this? Do we know? Is there any way to know? For vintage? Yeah, uh, 310. 310, okay. Playing vintage, that's more than I thought possible. Okay, here we go. Joe Brennan was playing A Bug's Life. Which is a Sultai deck. Oh, look, with Oko. Look at that. Yeah. Now, we're somewhat sure... That this is the guy who won by his Oko turning his Black Lotus into a 3-3 and swinging for lethal. The most expensive elk ever. Now, I don't know if that was to win the whole thing or just to win a round or what, but damn. that That's an expensive elk. Uh, so, tell me, damn it. All right, I'm going to give you guys a name. Scroll down and tell me who uh, what they're playing, would you? I'll try. This is getting old on camera. Uh, Boston uh, Shatterman. Sh- 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 There's no R there. Bas- Boston Shatterman. Shatman. I uh, think it's Jeskai Arcanist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what about Brian Hockey? Um, Teamer, Teamer Paradoxical. Paradoxical. Paradoxical outcome. Okay, and Justin F. Scroll, 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 scroll. Four color paradoxical. Okay. All right, now the other four, again, fifth or eighth in no particular order. We've got Jeremy Pinter running Teamer Walkers, Jody Keith running Golos Shops. We haven't seen the word shops in any of this, have we? Huh. Not yet. Okay. No. Uh, nope, talked about him. Brian Koval running... I didn't say his name yet, right? No. Running Teamer Paradoxical 
and Ryan Everhart running Teamer Walkers. Yeah, there we go. So is your vintage champs. We would take a look at the deck lists, but one, we don't care. And two, most of you don't care because only these 300 people in the world play vintage, pretty much. So... <laughs> okay, that's yeah. not that's not fair, but I don't understand anything about vintage and most of you don't either. So we'll just assume, cool. In the grand scheme of things, we're going to spend energy learning. It's not going to be vintage. It's not going to be vintage. Uh, speaking of things we're not going to learn, there was also a uh, modern champs. Yeah. We we don't have anything on that. We have numbers. Oh, it how happened. Many, how many people made it? 84. Oh, whoops. I'm on the wrong. Why don't you guys tell me I'm on the wrong Chrome setting? Oh, yeah. uh, you're on the wrong Chrome setting. Gotcha uh, there. How, how many again? I'm sorry. 84. Eight, 84. Yep. Man, Eternal Weekend people go to play the Eternal formats, don't they? It's kind of in the name. Yeah, but apparently I mean, there were Okos in the top eight, so everybody calm down. He's actually everywhere. Okay. So then finally we've got Legacy. The Legacy Championship had how many people? Uh, 539. For the king of all formats. Yeah, and we don't actually have any of that, but luckily... Pharmacist Judge was good enough to give us some lists. So, hey, Clues, take it away. Uh, well, I got to find that link to those lists. Do you have that in uh, here? I someplace? do. Uh, let's see here. Here, it's in the Twitch chat. <laughs> hey, look, it's in the Twitch chat. Because I can't get okay. to our chat without screwing something up. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand. I understand. Okay, so uh, in first place, we had Tom Hertfelder running Teamer Delver. Which colors are Teamer again? Is there an Oko in that deck? Almost certainly, yeah. That's yeah, Teamer is likely. blue, green, red, right? Uh, it yes. sounds right. Yeah. Second place, Daniel Savage with Is It Delver? Probably uh, yes. no Okos. And Is It? I don't know if they'd splash for Oko or not. And yeah, if so, would it know. still be Is It? Uh, it, it totally is. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it always is. Uh, Daniel D'Amato in third place with Ant. We don't have the list, so I'm assuming that it's Tess. Why not? <laughs> splashing, That's fair. That's fair. Splashing for Oko. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Where was I? Fourth place, Adam uh, Vincic. Vin- Vincic? Vincic? One of those. On uh, four-color four Delver, I'm assuming whatever colors those were, it allowed for Oko. In fifth place, Jason Murray is running Turbo Depths. In fourth place, Jesse Ma is on four-color Delvo. Again, Delver, again, a splashing for Oko. That was sixth uh, place, but yes. Was that sixth place? Oh, crap. Yes. Seventh place, uh, Jeremy Fahan? Fihan? It's got to be Sultai. one of those, right? It's Sultai Delver. Yep. And in eighth place, rounding out how much we hate clues, it is Patrick Owens with Is It Delver? <laughs> so that's I, one, two, wow. three, four, five, six Delver decks in the top eight of the Legacy Champs. I never Legacy thought Champs. I'd be rooting for Turbo Depths v. Ant in the finals, but here we are. <laughs> and I was disappointed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <sighs> nah, nah. Right. Wow. Um. You know that sad walking away music from the end of the Incredible Hulk show? Uh, uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's that's what's going through my head right now because this yeah. is. 
All right, so if anyone is driving it. along and you see Clues hitchhiking on the side of the road, uh, don't pick him up. He'll probably go crazy. I wanted Legacy, but not like this. Monkey Spa, like man. This. You wanted over 500 people playing Legacy. Monkey Spa. So a big thanks to Min for the... Uh, yeah, huge thanks to Min. For the deck um, lists, even though they they stole a piece of Clues' soul. They he did. wasn't using it. I certainly was not. It's terribly tarnished anyway. Um, my understanding is that there will be updates to this card Titan coverage uh, in in the next couple of days. They're just not by the time we had the show today. Yeah. So if you are interested in seeing some of these lists, uh, check back with it. Yeah, the I'm links sure are in the show notes as always. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's in the audio podcast show notes on MTG Cast. Yeah. And there you go. That's what we know. Nine tournaments later. Yeah, but we ran through them in record time, and I'm proud of us. Yeah, I am too. We even stopped and looked at the goblins, just so Clues' soul didn't die completely. Yeah, it's only mostly. Nasty wolf. (laughs) All right, we, uh, we clocked in... At, oh, let me borrower. just check a couple of things here. Thick borrowers better be the show title. We clocked in at approximately two minutes and twenty six seconds per tournament. It's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Wait, did you nice. set a timer when we started? Yeah, the only one there was one that I didn't quite start the timer, so I had to estimate it on. But uh, the rest of them are pretty accurate. So nice. Under three minutes a tournament. There you go. Bam. Sorry, I'm looking at the screenshots from Mana Strike again. It's so cute. Anyway. I guess I think we're done. I think we're done. So let's wrap it. Oh, look at that. He's got him in the... Yeah, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> They're in the Monday Night Magic show here. notes here. Here, let, yeah. wait. Let me... This is what Clues has done here. <laughs> yeah, is this know. number of seconds? Is that what this is? It's number, it's number of seconds. Uh, the first one, I just <laughs> added up the three. And then I just divided by the nine tournaments. Uh, oh, took the that's sum, awesome. Divided by the nine tournaments, so <laughs> there you go. I didn't have time to hard code converting it back into minutes and seconds. So I just did that on a calculator real quick. So, <laughs> All uh, right. So, gentlemen, how about some uh, some some wrapping it up here? Sure. Um, all right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SqueakGoblinBob. There's no Iron Goblin because Oko. Um <laughs> <laughs> given that look you don't want it to become an elk in your face it's not good um so that's over there now um yeah pretty much i've been posting more on twitter lately now that life is slowly actually becoming normal enough that i can tweet regularly so that's fun yay um uh, i'm also just enjoying the fact that there's gratuitous quantities of television in every direction and i can't remotely keep up with all of it um but that's more of an odds and ends kind of conversation. So I'll just leave that at that for right now. Um, yeah. Oh, this, um, now that it has become November, it's important that we understand two things. One, Blade Runner is no longer set in the future. And okay. two, this is the year that Akira takes place. So I'm going to go catch Akira this weekend when it's in a movie theater and hear the music go at super high levels. We're <laughs> So, that's going to be my adventure. Uh, take it away, clues. 
All right. Uh, if you want to find more from me, I am at elk, spelled just like it is in the elk notes. Elk, 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 elk. Shit, that happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he said a bad word. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I'm sorry. Oh, it was so terrible. Oh, the joke got away from me. Anyway, I am oh. at uh, spelled just like it is in the show notes. That's where you can find me. Uh, I'll be at PAX Unplugged uh. in about a month, give or take. Uh, so find me there. Um, hopefully you will be too. I think that's all I got. Yeah. Nice. There you and, go. and no, editing Chewy does not exist for Monday Night Magic. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So, no, no. That doesn't happen. That's that's on me. Squeeze. I just his think a it's weeks funny. Ago. That, that the person who swears the most frequently, me, has not been slipped up, but these two have. That yes. makes me happy. It's true. I have messed up twice in the history of Monday Night Magic. Yes. I swear in my sleep, and these guys are swearing on my show. There's no yeah, editing on Monday Night Magic. You swear on Monday Night Magic when you weren't live before. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> so, is true. Let's that be real. Happened. That has happened. Man. I just felt like we were already in the odds and ends where there's lots of swearing. Come back for the odds and ends. It's true. Chewy will tell you all about it. Chewy? Uh, I almost just just dropped an F-bomb right there. See? <laughs> <laughs> tell you all about the odds and ends. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> um, what was I just saying? Right. Uh, hi, I'm Chewy. Swearing. You can find me on Twitter at TheManaPool. And you can find basically everything I do is, is the mana pool. If you go to youtube.com slash the mana pool, you'll find the YouTube channel where, okay, what's going on on the YouTube channel? So we've got the podcasts, of course. The last mm. Monday, no, this is Monday Night Magic. The last episode of the mana pool was a brief history of magic formats. We're with the uh, announcement of Pioneer. We actually went back through history to look at the uh, birth changes slightly and death in a few cases of the competitive constructed god we had so many qualifiers because chat kept well actually us competitive constructed uh premier event premier tabletop event formats 64 tournament edition yeah uh but yeah we went through starting with the very beginning do you know what the very first format was like that had a Mike's name format do what? Mike's format? No, this is not a Mad Lib. <laughs> <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> uh, it, it turns out the very first format that had a name that wasn't just playing Magic, was there were three. They instituted Type 1, Type 2, and Sealed all at the same time. Huh. That makes sense. Yeah. You can feel the creativity. Yeah, and we went all Sealed the way up through... Uh... uh, uh extended and block constructed and just all of that modern just all of that mm -hmm. we use commander and brawl as peppered in because they're officially supported watsy formats but elder dragon highlander yeah and it was uh it, it was good it was good we made the mothership today too with it so hey that's awesome good job way to go so that was that uh also on YouTube.com slash the mana pool is my playthrough of Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, which is a, a, a serious homage to essentially to Castlevania III Dracula's Curse on the NES. Uh, but it's it's one of those types of games that I love to play, which is a retro game, but with modern design sensibilities like Shovel Knight 
and Cuphead and uh, uh, The Messenger. Add Bloodstained Curse of the Moon to that. And it was a lot of fun. And I got the last video actually edited up and posted today. So that'll go public in a few days. So yeah, part five, I think, is the last one that went up. There are eight. So there you go. Uh, coming soon to the YouTube channel are some more Dota Underlords videos because the new format since the big update is so much fun. Probably some Hearthstone Battlegrounds because that's what I'm streaming tomorrow night because it's when it becomes available uh, to, to certain people. I won a BlizzCon virtual ticket on Twitter, so I have access to it a, a week or two early. So that's cool. A week early? I think it's a week early. Whenever it is. That's what we're streaming tomorrow night, by the way. So that'll be going up on YouTube. Uh, at least a couple games of that because it's new and awesome. And finally, last night, I started my streaming series of Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening on the Switch. I'd never played Link's Awakening, so it's all completely brand new to me. And the new art style and whatnot is so cute! Oh my god! Uh, so mm -hmm. yeah, I'll be, uh, that'll be turning into YouTube videos at some point, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it'd be another, you know, long-running series, because it's, it's a pretty big game. And, uh, in the meantime, you can come watch me do it live on twitch.tv slash themanapool. Hey, look, twitch.tv slash themanapool, that's where we do both podcasts live here on, on Twitch. Uh, I stream all the, the stuff. Uh, I do Dota Underlords with viewers, uh, tomorrow night, like I said, Tuesday night is going to be uh, Hearthstone Battlegrounds because it's brand spanking new. Um, I'll be doing more Link's Awakening. I might be doing another playthrough of Bloodstained Curse of the Moon on the Nightmare Mode. I don't know yet. Pinball Witch through 10 bits for Twitch streaming Chewies and Friends. Twitch streaming Chewies and Friends. I don't know why that's hard to say. Anyway. So yay! And I have a lot of other stuff planned to be streaming in the near future. So, yeah, come to twitch.tv slash themanapool and hang out. It's a lot of fun. And if you play Dota Underlords, you can play with me. And if you don't play Dota Underlords, why not? It's free. Give it a shot. It's fun. Uh, or it might not be. You might hate it. In which case, don't. Because not everything is for everyone, it turns out. Mm-hmm. Can I play it in Linux? Except for, I don't know, maybe. It's a Valve game, so maybe? I don't know. Look it up. Could be. <laughs> But except for chocolate mayonnaise cake, that's not for anybody. Did you have to bring that up again? Yeah, yeah I did. Because <laughs> it's not for anybody. <laughs> Billy, are you turning green? <laughs> no, I just... It, the thing that jumped into my mind was, like, do you serve it at room temperature? No. Or do you... No, okay. Not I, serve it, which I, is the correct that's, answer. Yeah, you, after you make it, you throw it directly into the dumpster. You don't make it. You have to throw away your kitchen. Like, <laughs> you can't use that kitchen again. That doesn't wash off. Oh. Take off, nuke it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Chat says oh. that Underlords is, in fact, on Linux. Oh. Huh. Uh, there goes that excuse. Yeah, now you can just say I don't want to. That's 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 the better one because that's the I real one. I don't I don't even have time to play the video games I want to play. Exactly. When's the last time you played Arena? Uh, two and a half weeks. That's awful. Yeah, Dude, my Windows is still busticated, and I just haven't had time to fix it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's that's what I'm doing on all of my my places where I do things. 
that and more. And so there's one, at least one YouTube video that goes up every day. And there's uh, the two podcasts a week and all the different streams every week. So that's a truly stupid amount of content for one person. But that's what I do. So here we are. If you want to help support what I do, because Manipool Productions is, in fact, a Patreon-supported endeavor, uh, I quite literally cannot do it without you. I can only barely do it with you. So every little bit helps. Uh, but this is the part of the show where I have to thank the Mythic Lifeguards, because if you go to patreon.com slash themanipool, you can become a lifeguard and get a variety of perks. At the moment, it's uh, early access to all the YouTube videos. They go up on Patreon first for a try to do at least 24 hours uh, ahead of time. Usually it's more. Like right now, there are three or four videos up that haven't gone public yet that you could be watching. Look at that. Uh... What was I just saying? You get early access to Manipool episodes and YouTube videos. Uh, you can get the Odds and Ends, which is all the stuff recorded before and after both Monday Night Magic and the Manipool behind-the-scenes nonsense, us being dorks more so than usual, and Clue Swearing, like you yeah. heard a free yeah, yeah. preview of on this show. That was a right. sampler. Free preview. Normally, you have to be uh, <laughs> on the Patreon for that. Sorry. Uh, and finally, Only the Mythic Lifeguards get the sponsorship shout-out. So I'd like to thank... <gasps> Jason Doan, Kim Ho, Andrew Hunt, Al, Lance Delicious, Team Yohellas, Are You, Connor Kennedy, John Morris, Alex Gonzalez, Scuzzo. Hang on, my, I, my mouse wheel scrolled. Uh, Jeff Spencer, Stuart Slaw, PJ McMullen, Sophia Bertain, Casey, Fayen Says, Danny Leal, Cody Buckowing, Jake Jansons, Jason Kaus, Gothic Man, Stark Maximum, <gasps> John Parker, Violet Moon, Beardy Man, Dan Holm, Bartle, Sarah Jane, uh, hang on, what am I supposed to call you? Backwards Logic. Apparently that's what I'm supposed to call him. And the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. Whew. So thank you all so very much for your support. And to all of the Patreon uh, lifeguards at all tiers. Because seriously though, I literally can't do this without you. Uh, I would like to comment that I was about to text Clues since he was holding his phone up. <laughs> and then it occurred to me that there's a non-zero chance that a phone number would appear. Because right. Clues probably hasn't updated his address book on that phone. And so I thought against it. Okay, I'm not going to show it to the screen, but go ahead and text me and we'll see if it does. No. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if this was a bad idea. No, I'm texting your wife and letting her know what you're doing. Uh, she knows what I'm doing. That's why she's watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. instead of watching this. That's fair. Uh, comedy. Anyway. anyway, carry on. So with that, we'll be done with Monday Night Magic number 672. Which is not a small number. Definitely not a small number. Still and the biggest number. Like I said, come back if you're listening to this live or uh, watching this on Tuesday. Then by all means, come back tomorrow night to twitch.tv slash the because I'm playing Hearthstone Battlegrounds, the new Hearthstone auto battler that's inside Hearthstone that is, is it comes out literally tomorrow. So I'm super hyped. So yeah. And with that, we will be done. So thank you all so very much for joining us. And uh, insert elk joke here. <laughs>